Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. Hey there. Thank you for joining me again. I really I really hope that you're enjoying listening and if this is your first listen and you want to find out what the number one business tip is, um I know that there's a lot of different ways to answer that question, but there's you know, I told you I would just tell it to you like it is. And I spoke in one of my other podcast episodes about being nominated for the Gearing Center Private and Family Owned Business Award and when that award was approaching, I was like, oh, I I was thankful that I had been nominated for an award I really hadn't been recognized. I run such a small business that, you know, I was just kind of in my little universe and just thought, you know, like I asked myself why, what might be the number one reason that my company still exists after almost 10 years, because this is the ninth year. And why has my company done well enough to be nominated and recognized? Because, you know, you can be a company for a long time and not be a great one. So I was thinking, like, if a budding entrepreneur stopped me on the street right now and asked me what is the one thing I could tell them to that would help make them a success, what would I say? And I guess it's a hard one and it might depend on my mood at the time, but at every place I see a place to improve in my business. I mean, it's never the same thing from day to day. And, you know, I'm a big believer in having a business plan. I never had a formal business plan. I had an outline that quickly changed. So I basically, what I do is I create strategies and they change quarterly. So you know, maybe that's it, being open and looking at what's happening now and making this moment bear really beautiful fruit for the future, the future of yourself and the people you serve. And as the present reveals situations that seem great right now, I think it's really important to celebrate those. Um, you know, <clears throat> having the award to celebrate maybe slowed me down a little bit and, and, you know, to stop and pat myself on the back. But really, I think um, when you have a pretty small business, you really need to make a point to do that. So as the, you know, the president might reveal, you know, what's happening right now in my business or in your business, it might reveal something that isn't quite working. It's also really important to see the silver lining in that by changing the outcome for the next time. Um, It's all you know, the celebrations and the challenges that sometimes are one and the same. I think it's all a way of saying that businesses are always in a flow. 
And just as in a personal, in personal life, you know, what we choose not to look at and address will really cause our stagnation. So on the bumpy ride of business, you know, keeping awake and going, oh, this sucked. Why? How can I fix it? You know, on the personal side of life, like the stagnation, if you're stagnating in your, in your personal life and not looking at something that's not working, just imagine like that might cause emotional and physical pain. Um, but in your business, if, if your business is stagnating and, or, you know, in some kind of a challenge that you're not addressing, then it'll basically cause your business to have systemic issues, usually of the cash flow and client experience variety. (laughs) So leaning into the challenges and addressing what feels hard by embracing it and owning it is just Like it's simple life advice that I've actually just consistently used to keep my business humming along. And I mean, never in my life have I seen a business owner whose personal life was not a reflection of their business and vice versa. I mean, they're connected. They just are. They can't not be. Um, Flourish is the name of the company that I first started. So it's... it's a business and it's nominated for an award due to the vulnerability and strength of me, the owner, to see my own foibles and to change them for the sake of the ability to flourish, basically. (laughs) I mean, that is the honest-to-goodness reason why I named the company Flourish anyway. It was to remind me of my reason for existing Um, because personally and professionally if you stay in a flow you will grow with grace and it takes a lot of courage Um, but the results are worth it so I have to say that that the going back to like being able to see my own foibles and I've mentioned in some of the episodes that at some point I hired a coach Working with the kind of coaches that I chose and that I needed was the kind of work that um, was mindset work, basically, and some deeper work, too. I worked with some really great coaches who have awesome mindset insights, but also some healing insights as well, and... I just had a lot of dysfunctional habits that were really kind of stifling my business. And those, I think when you realize that there's some personal hangups that are showing up in your business, those can be some of the hardest ones to change. I know that it can be really, really frustrating to have a friend or a family member or a boss who has some annoying habits. And I'm sure I have them too. I have a really, really nice employee who doesn't really tell me about them. (laughs) Um, But I try and be as professional as can be and do my own work. Um, Your personal hangups will end up just being toxic waves that just sonically destroy your business if you don't fix them. And 
I have gained friends that are creative entrepreneurs over time and then let them go when I started to see that their personal lives were kind of infecting their business. And when I started my business, I was all about being nice and meeting other businesses and being excited about being someone in the business community. And here and there, someone would want to collaborate or do something together or whatever it may be. And I didn't really do a lot of that. Um, I did a couple of trade things or, you know, bartering or whatever. Um, that never works, by the way. Don't do it. And then... Um, you know, some other businesses that I wanted to work alongside or maybe partner on networking or whatever it may be. Eventually, I kind of just landed on one of the things that was good to do with other entrepreneurs or business people would be to like kind of partner on networking. And I did that a few different times. I did it with a networking group. I did it with a couple different happy hours. I did it with some nonprofit stuff that I was involved with. And at the end of the day, I mean, it was all a waste of my time, and I think it definitely is a functional thing to do. It's just that I had chosen people to do that with that didn't have a proven model of their own functionality, so me lining myself up with something like that was definitely not good for my own momentum and my own brand, um, because essentially a lot of people talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk kind of thing, so... Whereas I like to set up networking happy hours and and uh, networking groups for the purpose of driving sales to other businesses. Um, it sounds really good in theory, but if the other person isn't willing to pull their weight or the other people that are in the group or whatever that materializes as, then you know it's just not not a place to be. Um, so the reason why is because a lot of times, I mean, it, not every salesperson out there or entrepreneur is actually willing to continue their own growth work and look at their foibles and change them for the sake of better business and better life. And I always see myself outpacing some of the people around me. And that's just because I live in a pretty small city and some of the circles I've been with and there are definitely some great circles to be in around here that you know I would be outpaced by the others and that's awesome that's where you want to be where people are lifting you up but it is rare for someone to really be a manifester and that is why I'm all about the manifesting that's why you're gonna see all of my manifesting stuff up everywhere because to really be manifesting, you want to stay in this in the flow of growing and growing. The most graceful way you can grow is to be continually looking at the things that are coming up for you and going, hey, this sucked. Why? Like, what is my role in this? How did I create this? How did I... How can I take responsibility for this moment and make it so that it's better next time or it doesn't happen? And that is the theme that coaching had brought up to me. And to be really honest, um, I definitely came like unintentionally from a very victim-y place just because I was a codependent person and codependents are just victims by nature. But um, it wasn't like I, I was like, 
oh, I'm downtrodden and down and out or whatever. Like, I really didn't see myself like that. I, I saw myself as a smart, ambitious person. So when I, it was like kind of a real punch to the gut when here I had paid for coaches to help me and they were allowing me to see where I just was my own worst enemy and not getting the results I wanted by either being victim-y and blaming others for the results I was getting and not taking action for sales I wanted or ways I wanted things to work differently in my business or letting people take advantage of me you know at the end of the day I was the one responsible for all this and learning that ultimate responsibility kind of sucked at first because when I really looked at it and I got a chance to say to myself well Michelle if I'm responsible for everything that's happening in my life right now and I'm in debt and I don't like my husband at all I hate him actually um and I don't really have that many friends like I guess this is all because of me you know and that is the case like whatever is happening in your environment it's definitely because of you (laughs) so I think um that is something that if you are looking at partnering with anyone in your business or lining up with someone or hiring people or whatever ever like you want to make sure that one of their values is self-growth and that they're doing their work and they're not just talking about it and just because they have crystals and sage on every other Instagram picture doesn't mean that they're doing their own work okay um that is a disguise (laughs) I'm just kidding hey I have those things too and I use them and I like them I really just more enjoy purchasing them than actually doing things with them but um manifesting true manifesting is being willing to embrace something that's hard move through it accept your role in it accept responsibility for why it came about and learn from that and turn it inside out and to go inside and allow it to be a transformative moment If you're not up for that, get out of your business Um, because you're going to stagnate somewhere. And I treat my personal life as I do my business and looking at the things I don't like about it and going, well, what's the next evolution of what needs to be happening here? And I think doing that again and again every day every minute every second has really um it's like made my life look deceptively easy because I think you know sometimes people are like well how can you be this really um like how can you understand business models and you know the people that you're helping that I help people who are anywhere from they want to build a business plan to they've already successfully made you know some seven figures in their business whatever it is is because I don't feel committed to needing to have a lot of noise and shit around me that makes me look like I'm more than I am I am a pretty big fan of some of the coaches I've worked with and some of the gurus I follow for whom their theme is 
lean, mean, and get it done and get it done the efficient, easy way. And the way that I see that happening is when you're willing to be extremely self-aware. So I think that for me came as kind of a sucky challenge at first because I wasn't super self-aware and I kind of thought I was. Um, But what will happen is if you've neglected your growth for a while and then you start to look at it, um, it can feel really raw. It can feel really scary. I know more people that have started a really big growth and transformation journey and then bailed than I do ones who have succeeded to go to the other side. And if it was easy, then, you know, everybody would be rock stars and superstars and enormous influencers and all that sort of thing. But um, the challenge is, as a creative entrepreneur in particular, slicing through the shit and not just the shit coming at you from external, but kind of the shit that you've created for yourself. And that can be a really hard pill to swallow, but it's a necessary one. And one that no matter what level you get to, you might have to like swallow a big one after you thought you got somewhere really special. And that's the amazingly wonderful humbling thing about this work and why I think that business is one of the greatest self-growth tools that exist is because, you know, to really, it's a mechanism that it's supposed to make money. So if it's not, that's one really good litmus test to tell you that something's wrong. And in my opinion, it's supposed to feel rewarding. And so that's another good litmus test that if it's not feeling rewarding, then that's also telling you that it's not working. And in my opinion, it's really a like your business can be a beautiful, creative thing that's organic in nature, that changes over time. It's always evolving, just like you are, that can be the expression. I always say that my business is my art because it is, because it's always changing. It's something that requires an extreme amount of creativity to keep alive, Businesses are often at risk for folding um, is when they're young or not making it. And I think it's totally cool if you have one that doesn't make it, just get up and do it again. Um, but it they just don't work without this relentless commitment to looking at yourself. And I think that is takes a lot of strength. And beyond strength and I'm not talking about the badass strength or girl boss strength or warrior strength I'm talking about like Brene Brown like vulnerability strength like just being willing to stick your neck out there say what you mean put your voice out there test new offerings um go out and you know pound the pavement When I say pound the pavement, I've definitely done that. Like I've definitely, when I, I really needed sales and I had learned how to do sales and I needed to get my business in shape fast and I had, um, not started coaching yet. So in this really nice neighborhood, I had done kind of an ideal project and I wanted to do more of those. So I 
hand wrote letters to everyone on the streets in that neighborhood that I wanted to work with. And these are people that were pretty wealthy and pretty private. So I, after I hand wrote the letters, I actually went door to door and the letters had said, you know, I worked for one of your neighbors, blah, blah, blah. So that when I did go door to door, I didn't seem like a solicitor. And I, you know, I kind of had that no like and trust factor. And I got to say, hey, I, you know, I've got my sign in the yard down the street and I've helped your neighbor. Do you need anything? And people loved it. <laughs> it wasn't salesy at all. And it scared me. Like, this was at a time in my business where I felt really awkward and my wardrobe was definitely inappropriate. Like, I didn't know who I was. I was going through these really awkward growth spurts personally and with my confidence. So it was a boiling Cincinnati day, like 90 degrees. Um, And, like, maybe that's not boiling where you live, but in Cincinnati it's pretty freaking boiling because it's really, really humid. And our streets have hills on all of them. So I was walking in like my high heel cork wedge shoes. And they were really cute. They were these Michael Kors cork wedge shoes. But at the same time, like they were like a little too hoochie for the for the task. And then I had this um, leopard mini dress. I mean, it's not as ridiculous as it sounds, but it was too ridiculous for this task. Like I really should have been wearing something different. Anyways, I looked too hoochie for what I was doing. Regardless, I did it. (laughs) And I went to probably 40 houses in one afternoon and knocked on all the doors. And I would say probably about 15 people answered. And I got to talk to a few of them. One person was mean. The rest of them were nice. Um... Even though I felt stupid and I second-guessed myself before I went to every door, I literally pounded the pavement in my stupid high heels. I don't have those anymore. I don't have that dress. I don't have those high heels. I have cooler stuff, stuff that's more me, stuff that's, like, not me trying to be something. But I faked it until I made it. And that is what I mean by if it's not working, get out there and just fix it, (laughs) even if you're not sure how. Now that I've done that hundreds of times... It just flows with ease and it's like really stinking easy. So I, you know, you won't see me going door to door anymore. I don't have to. I have laser beamed to the core of the essence of what I need to be doing for that business. And now just like basically magnetizing clients to my landscape stuff. And so I know how to do that. So anyways, that was a little bit tangent-ish just to make my point of continued self-assessment and um it pays off seriously so it's not necessarily a self-assessment tool but I've met uh mentioned it a couple of the episodes that if you want to get any of my materials where I kind of help you cut to the chase and save yourself seven years of this growth and tons of money working with coaches go check out my stuff I put up there some worksheets to help you get, like, cut through the clutter if you're confused or stuck or just not really sure what you need to be focusing on in your business Um, because I really want you to be able to be in love with yourself and in love with your business, and that's what the manifesting is all about. And I've got those at um, my 
bit.ly forward slash manifester underscore kit. Um, that is the place where you can get that information. You can also find it on the website. So if you go to the sign up button on the side, that's the current um, link that I have up there. And I want you to be able to have that. I have a free worksheet and then I have some other kit materials if you want to buy those. They're really inexpensive. Um, but anyway, check them out. And thanks for listening. I just want you to have all the tools that I think any creative entrepreneur needs to know about just getting up and out and know that um, it is awesome. <laughs> I get to spell out like the weird things I've done. And I think it's funny. I mean, I'm glad I did tromping around in the heat that day. Um, and it's over now. And um, did I get any business out of that? I did not, but I got this really nice man said that he loved my handwritten card so much that, um, he kept it. So yeah, that was that. All was for not, but anyways, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Hope you like the, the podcast, please review it. Um, I'm still looking to get a few reviews up there, so please review wherever you're listening. I would really, really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram and Michelle Anderson. Dot com is the website.